Hey there. <coughs> hey, Hans. Kitchen Morgan. Yeah. Das ist ein schöner Mann. Sehr. Sehr gut. Sehr gut. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Repete. Repete. <laughs> Teach it some German. Feel German. I will. Uh, ich, ich bin. I am. Ich bin ein Auslander. Ich bin ein Auslander. <laughs> oh yeah, I was. I'm, I'm feeding my puppies and uh, quite charming and I'm giving them everybody some water and uh, traipsing through my beautiful garden and taking care of my cute animals and you know there's there's some scientific there are some cases that are documented in the medical literature that I've read at med school in medical anthropology and uh, so I'm just giving everybody some water Everybody, buddy, bitch, what's up? <laughs> Pottering around the garden. Okay, let's go feed the puppies. Let's go feed the pups. Let's go feed the pups. Bye, baby. Let's go feed the pups. Hi, buddy. Some water, some water for you, darlings. Get you some food, yeah. This is shirklik. Correct. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. This is good. Guten Appetit. They're more interested in playing, that's, that's cool. Let's go feed the pups. So anyway, I um, thought I would switch it up a bit. Switch it up. And... You know, been pretty hardcore. You know, the news has been awesome um, for democracy in the past. Well, ever since the Mar-a-Lardo so-called raid, lawfully executed fucking search. And, uh, yeah. Yesterday, I... Well, I want to say it's like 420. 
I'm, I'm declaring retroactively on 420 that uh, I'm running for president. And so I'm giving giving them animals some dog food now. It's part of a you know the ritual de lo habitual, you know, Jane's addiction was right. There's there's ritual in your routine. Let's go do let's go feed the pups. Let's go feed the pups. Anyway, so I was, uh, I've been covering, I'm covering that Eugene Carroll trial, and I've, please help get out the words, uh, share with all your lady friends. Mark your calendars! You know, like Women's March, here's a, Shout out to Women's, you know, I tagged Women's March. Shout out, here's a shout out to Women's March. I'm covering, I'm covering this. All women should put their eyeballs on this. The rape cases coming up. And I have called for, demanded, because that's what Frederick Douglass said. You know, make power concedes nothing without demands. So, my conclusion, my synthesis, my studies of black history and black excellence, um, that's, uh, so we need to make demands. Power concedes nothing. If, as Frederick Douglass said, <laughs> everybody should, like, quote black people, show them respect and love and appreciation, and, like, quote them every time you tweet, <laughs> make a reference to a black uh, intellectual and also tag GFY DeSantis GFI Ron reopen nomination I think that motherfucker cheated I'm pretty I'm like 98 9 98 99% sure that motherfucker no Trump Trump was uh, confessed to the world like he always does that his crimes are so weird <laughs> so weird <laughs> but uh, you know because we're Florida's a fascist state and we we I consider Trump's regime as a fascist state I got beat up by the cops for fucking nothing in my own driveway for uh, being his number one gadfly.
big. Can't, you can't eat it. Or I need to moisten it, but it has to be moistened. Do let's go bathe the pup. Well, this is a new dog food, so um, I'm tested. Failing the test so far. Help! Help yourself! God helps those who help themselves. <laughs> Be a great TikTok comedy TikTok. Just gonna do like short comedy TikToks, and uh, I have a comedy page, comedy by Teresa de Genova, on uh, <clears throat> on uh, Facebook till it gets shut down. I don't know if Facebook is going to be shut down. Is Facebook going to be shut down? <laughs> or that's how rumors start. Let go. Facebook shut down? <laughs> yeah, why don't they shut down Facebook? Facebook was, was, uh, war. More involved in it, so was uh, you know that Facebook and Instagram. You know they dumped. Remember that big crash? Uh, like uh, Facebook and then Instagram went down for like 24 hours, and they were resetting. This is after the. Uh, this is after the. Um, looking at my cat eating a piece of chicken. It's, uh, uh, it's called Cowboy Coffee, apparently. It's, uh, you know, you basically like. I use a tea ball, I'm sure they didn't use a tea ball. But maybe a strainer. Just a strainer will do. Yeah. And I'm trying a new one. It's, uh,. Slimming coffee. And I'm going to do a kind of experiment, a body experiment, if you will. And I'm going to, you know, just change it up, do what I should do, basically, do what I should do. And 
do what you should do. What's up, puppy? I'm the kind of person that writes on my desk. Oh. Hold on, puppy. Make the bed. Yeah, so that, um, you know, the ritual be a little habitual. And I noticed that, but by the way, I noticed that one of my best, uh, one of the most hits that, or listens, downloads, or whatever you want to call it, on this podcast was about how to start your day, which is interesting, um, because it is kind of like what I'm doing right now, Trista's Tips and Tricks, the return of Trista's Tips and Tricks, yay, (laughs) about living your life properly, how to live your uh, proper life, that would be a fun little booklet. Oh, sorry, puppy. So I'm a puppy. I'm a puppy, but puppy's foot. Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Let's see. Up. Uh, how to live. proper life title Uh, the title is just clickbait but the content in this little booklet Maybe we'll make it a, it'll be a chat book. It'll be accompanied with, uh, it'll be, um, Trishi Hua. Trishi Hua. Hua. Trishi Hua. The title is, that's my Chinese name, Trishi Hua. No, Hua. Uh, Hua Hua Hua. Paint. Poetry painting. Poetry plus painting, um, which is beauty, B-E-A-U-T-E, beau, comes from le, la, le français, le bel français, le beau français, ok, c'est très beau le français, le, le, le titre c'est, c'est, ce n'est que du clickbait, mais le compte, le compte, um, Ce qu'il y a dedans. Uh, c'est dorado. Okay. Oxford's psychologist, psych tutor, shares her wealth of knowledge. Oh, yeah, and, uh, uh, award-winning 
Um, I also um, hold uh, medical anthropology. Um, and masters. Son, Taipei Medical University, and um, an award-winning scholar, researcher, um, commended by Taiwan uh, Ministry of the Interior, and I, uh, my research passion is basically like ethnobotany and I was studying I was up in the mountains blissed out with my aboriginal family um, blissed out doing research asking them people in Chinese and Taiwanese and, and Atayal um, language about the, the things they grew in the garden, about the gardens, basically. Interviewing people about their gardens. Interviewing aboriginals. <laughs> and it turned out into like a field guide. And I even got invited to present my research at the Ministry of the Interior to the um, Taiwan employees there. They really dug it. Um, yeah, it was fascinating. I found it fascinating. And so, and I, in the process, I also took like obesity research and um, and um, delved into, I looked up every single, um, foods, every single edible plant, and looked at, like, you know, how, where they came from, you know, their origins, so I was studying all the, you know, like where it, it was such a biodiverse <clears throat> place. And it had um, even new species. It had like all the species of the world. <laughs> thinking about, uh, you know, I, well, I lost my, I got robbed by my brother and uh, shitheads. Yeah, when I was plagued, I was plagued by fucking meth heads, American fucking zombies. <laughs> that gives me an idea. Maybe I could do like a short little SNL sketch idea for that, like American zombies and their fucking meth heads.
Okay. Did you know that Trump is a fucking method? That's why he sniffs all the time. Um. And where's all that orange makeup to hide his cokehead scar? <laughs> Uh, his, his former apprentice staffer, uh, Noel Kassler, is on Twitter. He's a stand-up comedian. And, um, he, there's a picture, there's a photo of Diaper Dawn. Um, behind him is an open drawer filled with, uh, apparently he, um, does everything. Uh, he does, uh, he, he snorts, uh, he snorts, um, of course, hence the cokehead scar, um, that he has to wear it ton of orange makeup to cover all the time. Filled with He snorts Adderall and uh, I wanna say Sudafed snort it. Sudafed uh, uh, uh. definitely Adderall. And what are the contents? Probably you know, I'm sure he was a huge cokehead in the eighties. Absolutely sure of it. Um, <laughs> and anyway, uh, yeah, because he was he was uh, housing. Uh, remember that that uh, trafficker. Remember, he provided housing. That was probably his trafficker. <laughs> yeah, this is hilarious. I should just do these singing little uh, exposés that everybody should know. So anyway, um, so that's Trish's tips and tricks for uh, today. So, and I uh, wanted to mention too that uh, I get downloads. I, I call them downloads. 
and I've started getting them a little bit more now that and they're more um, They're, they're more, what do you call it, distinct, or they're more clear, they're, the signal, you know, the, the message. Uh, it's like, uh, you know, I think I found this, this voice, what do you call that, well, it's your inner voice. And everybody should strive to get in touch with that inner voice. That is, that's like your, um, it's, um, it's your communication, um, device. with the gods, like the good gods, good god, peep, get past, peep, get past, and uh, one of the reasons uh, I get them is that is that I cultivated a relationship with my self and uh, mainly well especially uh, with ayahuasca actually that was and I, I did research first my friends gave me some and uh, I mean, like to do um, my own and a book, uh, Supernatural, and uh, you know Graham Hancock, and also um, Soul Retrieval. Which is all about um, the 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 psychic journeys that shamans take shaman shaman I like I kind of prefer shaman but the fucking shaman kind of ruined shaman 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 shim sounds like it has shame in it so I don't have a good association but I believe that's how it's actually pronounced it's supposed to be or you know just look it up fucking Google it Trista the beauty of the internet <laughs> now right now so anyway one of the reasons uh, that I get these messages um, you know I get the honor of uh, having these having these these uh, messages because it's uh, it's like what uh, 
Tassarian said about the tarot that you have that it's he he likened it to having 72 advisors who only wanted the best who only want the best for you and also the symbolism very important actually i would strongly recommend his anything michael story or um yeah pretty much yeah He's like one of my favorite, favorite little gurus, pretty little thinker. I sent him several messages before, but, or two or three, two or three, I never get an answer. I heard from my mentor that he hates women. <laughs> she, she turned me on to him, but I guess, um, yeah, and he did, like, he did one, and it's about... Yeah, I could see where she could come to that conclusion, because um, you know Sophia Mubarak. Anyway, if you're out there in the ether, thank you, Sophia. Wisdom. That's what Sophia means. If you're out there in the ether. Anyway, so uh, music. Music is uh, makes the world go round. The world go round. The world go rounds. Anyway. Ah. So yeah, it's all about uh, how yeah how to live a proper life. Eh, should like uh, staple that, put it into writings. You know, I could write a little essay about that. I've never run out of things to write essays about. Just to never runs out of things to write essays about. <laughs> to write essays about okay so let's uh let's go outside and do some, some um, gardening and let's check in with magistrate to see what they're doing if there's any any awesome news about fucking indictments more indictments or maybe I should. Uh, new audio exposes Trump crimes. Nice. One hour ago. To Trump, top Trump is caught on recording bragging about crime. Nice. New leaked audio nice. is revealing that Peter Navarro, a former top Trump aide, uh, had told a Fox executive producer that state legislatures were willing to overturn the results of the free and fair election, but Sidney Powell's extremism is ultimately 
what got in the way. Of course, Peter Navarro uh, created what I believe to be a criminal scheme, but he called the scheme the Green Bay Sweep, where these state legislatures that were controlled by sympathetic right-wing extremist MAGA Republicans to Donald Trump's cause of overturning free and fair elections were going to try to overturn the will of the people in their states and flip the electors from Biden to Donald Trump and then submit the fake elector slates to Mike Pence, former Vice President Pence, to count. I want to play for you this leaked audio. So how did this leaked audio find its way to MSNBC where it was ultimately played? Let me tell you how it was done. Abby Grossberg sure you know the name Amy Grossberg by now. Well, she is a former executive producer at Fox. She last worked at the Tucker Show. Before working at Tucker, she worked at Maria Bartiroma. She is no longer uh, an executive producer at Fox. She filed a lawsuit against Fox for discrimination and retaliation Um, and she also alleged in her lawsuit that she was threatened and intimidated and harassed by Fox's lawyers when she was called as a witness in Dominion's defamation case against Fox and she was essentially coerced to not tell the truth in her deposition when she was still an employee at Fox Um, but She's got the goods because as in her role as executive producer, she conducted these pre-interviews with people like Sidney Powell and other former top Trump officials like Giuliani. And here, Peter Navarro, a former top Trump official who was engineering the strategy uh, that he called the Green Bay Sweep to have state legislatures overturn the results. And here, you'll hear Navarro in his own words tell Abby Grossberg that he believed the state legislatures would have overturned the results of the free and fair election in these MAGA Republican states, but they just viewed Sidney Powell as just being too extreme, and she was a bad messenger for that plan, and that's ultimately what caused the plan to crumble. So without further ado, let me play this clip, and then let's talk about it right after. Play the clip. Sidney Powell, she sends me stuff by mistake. There's an Abby in her office. There's an Abby in her office, and this whole, through the whole Flynn trial, she sends me stuff, and then she frantically calls or emails me saying, please delete it, it's confidential. That horse is out of the barn, right? Did you escape before you like sent me something on signal on that phone? I'm like, I wonder what that is, but I'm not going to open it because I don't want it to be evidence. And then comes like the call two minutes later, please delete it. That wasn't intended for you. Well, we have no idea how much damage she did to our family. She was really, she was, I told her, like 
You know, as I listen to that clip and watch the video that you just saw, first and foremost, we should all be thankful to Abby Grossberg for uh, making sure to keep these records. Remember, she turned over these records to be produced in the uh, Dominion defamation case against Fox, and ultimately she claimed a lot of this evidence was suppressed by Fox's lawyers, and they didn't turn it over to Dominion. That's one of the key things that spurred the judge uh, presiding over Dominion's defamation case to appoint a special master to investigate the misconduct by Fox during the discovery process. That was likely one of the reasons that Fox was cornered and ultimately had to settle thanks to the great work of Abby Grossberg in uh, exposing it. But now back to that tape that you just heard. I mean, what you just heard is a criminal act taking place. Certainly, special counsel Jack Smith is going to be very interested in that tape. But on that tape, you hear Peter Navarro basically saying that these state legislatures, that he had them, that they were ready to follow the Green Bay sweep plan. And according to this plan, and this is part of this unlawful independent state legislature doctrine, that these MAGA-controlled state legislatures, they were basically going to say, we don't care what the people of our state did. We don't care what our courts have ruled. We, the legislature, feel that we, under the Constitution, and again, they don't have this power, but we, under the Constitution, have the right to do whatever we want regarding the electors in our state and the electors that we send to the Electoral College. And at the end of the day, we don't care about what the results are. And they were going to lie and say, based on the uh, election fraud, which did not take place, that they were going to send their own fake electors to former Vice President Pence to count the fake elector slates. And then even after former Vice President Pence said, I'm not counting the fake electors, one of the plans was, and this was engineered by Navarro, to tell Pence, okay, fine. If you don't want to count the fake elector slates from these legislatures, then just say that you don't have enough information to count Biden's electors. Just say you have insufficient information. What we will engineer at the Trump campaign, um, we will have all of these MAGA Republicans on January 6th do all of these objections, right? And then what else did they do? Spur an insurrection to cause a delay. So this was a carefully coordinated plan, right? With all of those MAGA Republican senators and members of Congress who objected to the counting of the electoral votes on January 6th, that was... They're complicit, right? That was part of the delay tactic that was going on. Then you bring in the insurrection. What were they trying to cause that day? A delay of the day where Pence would basically, in their mind, say, you know what? I can't count these votes for Biden. We're just going to let the state legislatures make their own decision. And then the state legislatures were then going to basically say, hey, we've made a decision that we are now casting our votes for Trump and not Biden. And they would try to basically, in essence, initiate this like a civil war, you know, and try to overthrow the free and fair election. You know, that's what Navarro cavalierly is saying right there like and he's like he's like i own it that's that's the plan that you know that's the plan that we had that's the plan that we wanted and by the way 
that plan that he's talking about is unlawful. That is exactly what special counsel Jack Smith is investigating. You know, and, and he's just freely talking about it. He's freely saying it. And I'm sure if, if and when he gets prosecuted, you know, he'll say, by oh, that was my free speech right. That's why I was that's why I was ultimately saying that. One thing I should mention about Navarro as well, and this relates to another case filed against him by the Department of Justice in a civil case. You heard about them talking about signal chats. That's encrypted text message software. And Navarro would use his encrypted text message software to try to do an end run around uh, what he's required to turn over to the National Archives. Well, the National Archives and the DOJ sued him and they won on summary judgment uh, What's a lawsuit to return his messages because he was using... And this is a finding made by a federal judge, essentially a a alternative server, um, another server to hide encrypted messages that were likely in relation to things like this. And the Department of Justice says you you don't you don't own those records. Turn those records over right now. And Navarro's like, I'm not turning them over right now. And so that is also at issue there. And so. Certainly, Special Counsel Jack Smith's paying attention to that. Certainly, Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis is paying attention to that. Certainly, that is a topic of potential serious criminal liability. And a special shout out, though, to Abby Grossberg for uh, making sure she kept those recordings during the pre-interviews that she would take. I'm Ben Mycellus from the Midas Touch Network. We're on our way to 1.5 million subscribers, thanks to your awesome and incredible Peter Nova, are you still there? Hello, darling. KAMP student radio at the University of Redstone and KPYT, Pasquayaki, Travel Radio, Travel Radio, Travel Radio, on the res with Trista Shaw, Travel Radio, Travel Radio, okay, anyway. <laughs> Um, I'm reading the comments. Peter Navarro. Ari, if I say it out loud with conviction, it's not a crime. (sighs) (laughs) Yes. Abolish the Republican Party. Thank you. Finally. Yes. Do you? One hundred fucking percent. Percento. Porcento. Justice Department 202-514-2000 demands all the Republicans are 
charged with insurrection. Hundred percent road straight no. No. Vote straight blue. It's not enough. It's not enough to vote. Exclamation point. We cannot and must not wait until twenty twenty four. To charge all these mofos with insurrection. And above all, keep your eyes on the prize, America! Exclamation point. Oh, shit. It's not enough to vote. The Republicans... public office for taking part in the insurrection. 14th Amendment, bitches. Okay, it's not enough to vote. The Republicans all must be disqualified under 14th Amendment. Huh. Gen X and Millennials see the results of our parenting skills. Gen X and Millennials see the results of our parenting skills. Kids protest, Tennessee protests. Gun violence, hashtag, these are the hashtags. Generation X. I'll bring the snacks. There's all these people demonstrating. Trans rights are human rights. Trans women are women. Intersectional feminism, Generation Z, Generation Alpha. 3WF Okay, cool. On 
Friday night, for the first time in history, a judge single-handedly ordered that a specific drug be taken off the market. The drug is mifepristone, and one of its uses is for medical abortions, which is how most of the abortions in this country occur, with a pill. The judge is a federal district judge from Texas, and his order says two things. First, that the FDA was wrong to approve this drug because it's not safe for women who take it. The counter-argument is that it's been approved for over 20 years and is widely recognized to be safer than... This is 6-Sage-6, Phoenix-6. Tylenol. <laughs> it's approved for use in the first 10 weeks of pregnancy and is used in 80 countries. Second, the judge also banned sending any abortion medication through the mail. He did this by reviving something called the Comstock Act, which was passed in 1873 and was designed to use the U.S. mail to impose a broad morality code by censoring what could and couldn't be sent through the mail. It said you couldn't mail anything related to contraception or abortion, but also anything obscene, lewd, lascivious, indecent, filthy, or vile. And it hasn't been enforced since the 1930s. That's when a court ruled it could only be used if someone was specifically intending to mail something for illegal use in an abortion. But this medication is legal and can be used for things other than abortion, like cancer treatment. This particular judge is very well known for his opposition to abortion. He was handpicked by the plaintiffs among all the federal district judges in the country because they knew he was the most likely to rule for them, and he did. If no other court steps in, then this Friday his order goes into effect and will apply to all 50 states, including the ones that have passed laws allowing abortion medication. At least that was the intent of his order. Appeals are underway and people are asking for a delay in his order to give those appeals a chance to be heard. Also, on the same day last week, there was a ruling from a different judge in a different state that basically came to the opposite conclusion. It protected access to mifepristone in a number of states, which means all of this is probably headed to the Supreme Court and would be their first major abortion case since overturning Roe versus Wade. Yeah, to the well, congressional side of this, the as a member of first. Congress, it is very telling that almost none of the anti-abortion members have said anything about this ruling that strikes down fucking abortion medication liars. across the country. Why is that? Well, after Roe was overturned, the message was that this issue was simply being sat back to the states and that if your state wanted to approve it, it could. But what this ruling would mean is that when it comes to this... It doesn't matter what your state wants or how the people there vote. It would be a national ban, which is exactly the type of thing lots of members of Congress said wasn't going to happen after Roe is overturned. There's also concern about precedent here that would have nothing to do with abortion. If this ruling is allowed to stand, it means we're living in a country where the FDA can approve a drug. It can then be used for decades. There could be lots of evidence that it's very safe. And then one judge can have it pulled off the shelves nationwide. That's never been the way this has worked. You're going to see lots of news about this over the next few weeks, and I'll keep you posted. Christ. On Friday Scary night, for the first time judging. in history, a judge single-handedly ordered that a specific drug be taken off the market. The drug is mifepristone, and one of its uses is for medical abortions, which is how most of the abortions in this country occur, with a pill. The judge is a federal district judge from Texas, and his order says two things. First, that the FDA was wrong to approve this drug because it's not safe for women who take it. The counter-argument is that it's been approved for over 20 years and is widely recognized to be safer than Tylenol. It's approved for use in the first 10 weeks of pregnancy and is used in 80 countries. Second, the judge also banned sending any abortion medication through the mail. He did this by reviving something called the Comstock Act, which was passed in 1873 and was designed to use the U.S. mail to impose a broad morality code by censoring what could and couldn't be sent through the mail. 
It said you couldn't mail anything related to contraception or abortion, but also anything obscene, lewd, lascivious, indecent, filthy, or vile. And it hasn't been enforced since the 1930s. That's when a court ruled it could only be used if someone was specifically intending to mail something for illegal use in an abortion. But this medication is legal and can be... ...other than abortion, like cancer treatment. This particular judge is very well known for his opposition to abortion. He was handpicked by the plaintiffs among all the federal district judges in the country because they knew he was the most likely to rule for them, and he did. If no other court steps in, then this Friday his order goes into effect and will apply to all 50 states, including the ones that have passed laws allowing they abortion medication. The... At least that was the intent of his order. Appeals are underway, and people are asking for a delay in his order to give those appeals a chance to be heard. Also, on the same day last week, there was a ruling from a different judge in a different state that basically came to the opposite conclusion. It protected access to mifepristone in a number of states, which means all of this is probably headed to the Supreme Court and would be their first major abortion case since overturning Roe versus Wade. To the congressional side of this, as a member of Congress, it is very telling that almost none of the anti-abortion members have said anything about this ruling that strikes down abortion medication across the country. Why is that? Well, after Roe was overturned, the message was that this issue was simply being sat back to the states and that if your state wanted to approve it, it could. But what this ruling would mean is that when it comes to this, it doesn't matter what your state wants or how the people there vote. It would be a national ban which is exactly the type of thing lots of members of Congress said wasn't going to happen after Roe was overturned. There's also concern about precedent here that would have nothing to do with abortion. If this ruling is allowed to stand, it means we're living in a country where the FDA can approve a drug. It can then be used for decades. There could be lots of evidence that it's very safe. And then one judge can have it pulled off the shelves nationwide. That's never been the way this has worked. You're going to see lots of news about this over the next few weeks, and I'll keep you posted. On Friday night, for the first time in history, a judge single-handedly ordered that a specific drug be taken outraged. off the market. The drug is mifepristone, and one of its uses is for medical abortions, which is how most of the abortions in this country occur, with a pill. The judge is a federal district judge from Texas, and his order says two things. First, that the FDA was wrong to approve this drug because it's not safe for women who take it. The counter-argument is that it's... All the women's organizations should
They lie, we die. They lied under oath. The Justice DEPT Joe Biden POTUS Fucking get rid of him. Call him up. Stupid fucker. Fart. Shit. Unite. Unity. This fascist fucking ban on I'm uh, editing this defeats not only defeat the fascist move to ban fascist move to Did I spell it right? I don't think I did. Mephipristone? Shit. All six justices. Start with Clarence. Start with that fucking corrupt motherfucker Clarence. Clarence resigned, fucker. Let's shoehorn him out of there. Pick up the foes. Pick up the foes. They lied under oath. Coming Friday, fuckers, wake up, bitches. Wake up, bitches. Wake up, my bitches. Wake up, my bit bitches, bitches. Wake up, bitches. All women's org must unite now, not 
not only defeat the fascist ban on mefepristone,